The freight tech disruption by now has become common jargon for logistics and supply chain companies seeking to overhaul their operations. But what does it mean for some of the largest motor carriers on the road in the U.S.? And most importantly, what does it look like? Well, today, folks, we're going to find out how new breakthroughs in artificial intelligence, Internet of Things technology, and cloud computing are impacting enterprise carriers. Get hot for this episode of Loaded and Rolling. Welcome to Loaded and Rolling. I'm your host, Thomas Wasson. Now, back in December, Warner Enterprises announced a deal with fleet hardware and technology provider Samsara that, as the Wall Street Journal noted, was part of the Omaha, Nebraska-based Werner's plan to use cloud computing to become a $5 billion company in the next few years. Now, the article further notes that for Samsaro, the San Francisco-based AI, it uses cameras and cloud-based IoT software, which is pretty cool. It's going to allow Werner to detect road incidents based on signals, harsh braking, and coach its over 10,000. I can't can't very well, folks, I'm from Tennessee. 10,000 professional truck drivers via audio warnings if the cameras pick up on risky driving behavior such as speeding. Now, for those of you unaware, this is kind of a big deal. According to FreightWaves rankings, Werner is the 10th largest carrier in our top 500 U.S.-based for hire carrier list. And so having that deployment at scale is going to be super fascinating. Now, for those of you who don't know, AI-driven cameras and technology platforms, they're often targeted at small fleets for testing. So rolling out these capabilities at an enterprise level for a nationwide truckload carrier is a development worth watching. Joining me today to talk about what this means for Werner and how evolving technologies are helping Warner's growth strategy is the CIO of Warner, uh, Mr. Dara Mahan. Now, uh, Dara has over 20 years of IT strategic leadership experience and was hired by Warner back in 2020 to help modernize their technology. Uh, previously, Dara was a senior vice president of global IT and business application for Vonage and even an official member of the Forbes Technology Council. Welcome, sir. How are you, Tom? Doing pretty well. Super excited to have you on the show. We talk about enterprise trucking, so it's always awesome to have some folks from an enterprise trucking fleet come on and talk about it. Diving right in, um, you know, talk a little bit about what, what, how did the partnership with Samsara come about, and what were some of the, uh, what was some of the background? I think first and foremost, it was mostly around the fact we were looking for a new camera, forward-facing camera solution. Um, and what we wanted to do was combine a couple of things. We wanted to combine the ability to just help, you know, obviously capture what was going on in the road, uh, but improve safety. And it really is about our driver safety. It's about the motoring public safety. So how can we how can we pick the best solution that would give us the two things we needed, which was, you know, record video um, so that we had it, use that video to feed into our into our event resolution system so that our fleet managers could then use that video to coach and help our drivers just be safe on the roads and get better. So it's about driver safety. It's about customer. Uh, it's about, sorry, driving public safety. So who's on the roads and make sure that they're safe. And then it's about what can we learn from the experience? What can we use that video data to learn from in the future? And video data is kind of a big deal. Was there something unique that Samsara does with collecting the data, or was there kind of some kind of you know innovations that made the uh, the front-facing camera unique? I spoke to a few folks about the cameras. It turns out there's many different types, and so it's not like a unified. Here's a camera. There, there are. You go. 
Yeah, Samsara aren't the only game in this. We, you know, we, we looked at four or five different solutions, including the one we that we were currently using. And we just felt like Samsara had the best possible technology. Um, I, You know, one of the things I say all the time is, is my goal is to use applications built on top of APIs. And we found that Samsara not only had a great API so that we could ingest their data so we could just pull all that data off the truck, but they also were the ones who were most willing to work with us to sort of customize or make an API that would work specifically for Werner and for our system. So that was that was the first thing that we looked for. The second part is the video quality is excellent. And, and you know, it really is. When we're, when you look at the quality of video coming off a truck that's rolling on the road at 55 miles an hour, um, it's hard to imagine how, they, how good they got that quality. And secondly, was speed to get it off the truck. So how fast can an incident happen? And we know about it with Samsara. You know, they've built out their network, their extraction process, if you will, to get the data to us. They built it out so well that we have it in seconds. So um, that you know, all of those things, along with it, just felt like a really good, you know, relationship. Samsara technology team are on the same page as my technology team, especially around the APIs. So we felt like this is a really, really good. Uh, Good partnership. It felt like it was the right way to go. So all of those, all of those factors combined to to us picking Samsara. And I remember I, I spoke with them way back in the day. This was back in like nineteen. I was uh, with US Express at the time. And how camera technology yeah. has evolved is so fascinating because, like you said, within seconds of an event Crazy. occurring, you basically know. Like, so it, it, does the driver? I'm assuming I get like a text saying like, "Hey, slow down," or do you have to go through like a chain? Yeah, so so we do two things. So we do voice coaching as we roll it out. So we're doing voice coaching, and it is you know we the voice coaching will say, "Hey, overspeed warning! You're you're over the you know speed limit, or you're over the speed that we that we uh, want you to drive at." The second thing is following too close. So they're the two most critical voice coaching we use. So you're following too close um, because we measure that using machine learning and AI. But if there is an event like a harsh braking event like some sort of a, a harsh turn event. We know about it, and our fleet managers who are monitoring our event resolution system know about it within seconds, and then we can take appropriate action. Uh, but it's it's not, you know, it's it's called them to, to, to give coaching to say, hey, we watched the video, here's what you could have done better. But it's also, you know, the, the flip is true as well. So we see things where drivers reacted very, very well. We have great drivers, they're professional drivers, and we see time and time again where they avoided a bad situation by like just good driving. So we also pick up the phone, we'll call those drivers and say, hey, good job. And, and you know, you couldn't have done better and high five. Uh, thanks for doing what you do. Um, we also, you know, one of the things we're working on right now, which is is not using Samsara, but we're working on a video coaching tool so that we will be able to connect just like we are right now and use uh, video calling to have a conversation with the driver face-to-face on whether it's a congratulatory call or a call about, you know, coaching. Uh, we'll do it over video in the future. I, I like the positive stuff. A lot of times when I was a fleet manager, you'd have like 55 drivers, you're staying busy all the time. Yeah. Never had time to give them props. You're normally just dealing with problems or if they got in trouble, a safety person would reach out to you and say, hey, get on to them for like doing this or they would reach out. So is that kind of a way using this technology, you can almost have like better uh, interactions between folks and it's not also negative. Right, we all like positive reinforcement. And if you look at, you know, we have, eight and a half thousand trucks on the road every day uh, there are many many more you know examples of good driving than there is of, of bad driving or, or areas where you could have done better so what we're trying to do is accentuate the positive here and, and give people props give them a high five give them a virtual high five as it were just say hey good job you know you couldn't have done any better you avoided an accident you avoided a, a bad situation 
by your professionalism, by your good driving. And like I said, there are many more examples of good driving than bad driving on any given day. Looking at legacy systems, I I remember from some of my experience, uh, uh, some fleets uh, I've even seen from like large shippers use like even old AS400 systems, which I've had to use in my past with my hotkeys. Yeah. How? What are some of the challenges when you look at trucking where a lot of the systems just, you didn't need anything fancy, it just had to not break. And then, and then trying to upgrade from legacy systems, overcoming tech debt, and then moving into newer ones. Were there any surprises or challenges as you, when you looked at it and figured out a plan? No, I mean, look, at you're looking at a company. We use AS400 today. Um, and, and if you look at why people continue to use AS400, I mean, it's reliable, it's scalable, it's fast. Um, the problems with le- legacy systems like AS400 is they aren't very easy to connect to. Um, they're sort of becoming less and less common, so there's less and less people who have the skills of working on it. I mean, you need RPG people to work on AS400. <laughs> so... The biggest problem with it is it's old technology and it's not getting, you know, it's not really getting refreshed. Um, and as I say, in a world where I think of, of what we do is applications built on APIs, you really can't connect APIs to S400. You can through multiple layers, but it's not easy to connect to. It's not easy to get data on or off. You've got a really old green screen or orange screen UI, which nobody wants to work on. Um, so, you know, part of it is just about rebuilding that technology. And let, let, let there be no mistake, you know, Werner built a $3 billion company on AS400. That's the technology that's driven it this far. So it's done its job, uh, but its time has come and now it's time to move on. And that's what we're in the process of doing right now. We're slowly, not slowly, we're actually moving pretty rapidly. We're getting, we're moving to cloud-based SaaS solutions wherever possible. We don't, we buy wherever we can and we only build what we feel like differentiates us, what makes us better, what, you know, what separates us from the competition is what we build. Everything else we buy. Um, I don't need to build a CRM. You know, plenty of people have done that and done it very successfully. So I can buy that and implement it. I don't need to build financial systems because that's been done. Um, and we're working on a TMS with a, with a company called Mastermind or what mastery, the product's called Mastermind. And again, that's that's really important to us, and that can be a differentiator. And then things like our ERS platform, like our safety, um, are really, really a maintenance platforms. They're the things that can make us different and better and more marketable than anybody else. I think that's what's fascinating. A lot of people don't think about if you're a large publicly traded trucking company with thousands of trucks on the road, it's not as simple as just buying a one-stop shop if you have like 10 trucks. You know, everything has to talk to each other, all has to work together. I remember uh, Manhattan was one as well that some folks had integrated in. But, uh, you know, building versus buying, like you said, what a... especially like a TMS. I I talk to TMS providers all the time, but I always feel like they're just targeting like five trucks and they just want you on the platform. Is there anything unique to when you scale it uh, or kind of the fundamentals the same in terms of what you need to get done? So the fundamentals are not the same. I think the scale is the important part. So you're right. There there are lots of TMSs out there, but they target, they tend to become very sort of ubiquitous in terms of functionality. We're trying to solve the same problem for everybody, but Large carriers like Werner have more unique problems. We're operating at a much larger scale. And I feel like the TMSs that are out there today, they don't operate at the scale we need them to. So as a result, you end up implementing them and customizing them so much that they end up you know, two, three, 30 years down the road looking nothing like what you originally bought. So one of the things that drew us to, to mastery as a TMS was the guys at mastery, um, they wanted to create a scaled 
TMS that covered all areas. Like, so we're not just a truckload carrier. We have a logistics division. We have a dedicated division. And obviously, we have a one-way division. So we needed something at scale that could operate in all of those areas and, and make us better in all of those areas. Um, and there was nothing out there that you could essentially just buy. So mastery of getting there we we got involved because we wanted to get our feet under the product table and help influence what they were doing um and so far it's been really good our entire logistics operation is now running on mastermind um and we're doing you know we feel like we're doing really really well we've got a very aggressive you know growth plan on it um we've got a very aggressive plan to get off of as 400 and onto it and it's going really well I remember back in my days when I had trying to wean oneself off of AS400 was always crazy. Uh, and you didn't have a mouse yeah. either. You had to use like the F key, the function keys. And so yeah. uh, I, I like what you're saying, getting logistics, uh, we see that a lot even with like your, you know, your CHXPO arrive, a few other folks are trying to do their own digital TMSs and stuff. Uh, is that kind of yeah. a, a winning strategy? Is it let the brokerages test it out, it's asset light, have the TMS functionality and then kind of port it back or are there ways where you're just kind of would it be better to design a fleet ops from the ground up and then you know test it as you move along well i think so there's merit to building your own tms and like i said we're in the best of both worlds right we're helping design and build a tms that works for logistics works for dedicated works for one way but for van um but but ultimately what what Jeff Silver and the team are doing there is they're building a platform that will work for, for large companies that anybody can use, anyone in our space can use, and smaller, I mean, across the gamut. However, what we're getting the benefit of is helping to influence how it looks. And then we'll use APIs, we'll use exit points through APIs to develop the secret sauce that makes us better. So I think I don't think about it as, you know, we all have the same needs around moving freight. You've got to have it you know, freight execution, you got to have a way to execute the fruit, the freight. But, and a lot of that is basic and the same, but what's different is when you, you know, how do you optimize? How do you, you know, how do you route plan it? Things like that. And that's where we'll come in and we'll sort of, we'll take data off the platform. We'll do some routing, we'll do some optimization and we'll put it back on. And um, so I think we get the best of both worlds. We, we get to buy a platform, uh, a TMS that's, you know, that's built for, large companies, large companies that operate at scale like Werner, but then we can customize and configure it to make it work specifically for Werner, whatever our secret sauce is, which obviously I'm not going to tell you, <laughs> uh, but we'll, we'll configure it to do what we need it to do, and that's what will make us different from our competitors. I won't that ask and, you the know, 23 herbs and spices. Uh... <laughs> no, we can't, we can't do that. It's like the Coca-Cola recipe. But uh, looking at, I, I like what you're talking about, especially optimization and stuff, because uh, for, with that kind of scale, if you build the ability to route your trucks, even from either fuel routing or how you plan your loads or how you select your customers, like even a small yeah. percentage change is like a huge cascading effect on like what you can do. Is that the same Jeff Absolutely. Silver who did the Coyote stuff in the Bazooka platform, I wonder? It, it, it is. It, it sure is. And, you know, so one of the things you, you do know about Jeff Silver is the guy knows technology. He knows the, the logistics space. So he's going to do good work and he has done great work. And we love working with him and his team. Um, they really have, you know, like I said, our truckload of logistics is 100% on Mastermind right now. Um, and it's running really, really well. So they've done a really good job there. And now we're moving into the asset and we already have a, we have a really good feeling for where we're going with asset over the next 12 months. Well, I like the partnerships too. Just that's like that's the character. cool. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's quite, he's quite, I mean, he really, uh, Jeff, Jeff is a visionary. I mean, I think everyone knows that over the last 30, 35 years, he's, you know, he's become a legend in this industry and he's a visionary. Um, you know, I really enjoy working with him. So did my team. Um, he's got a, he's got a lot of really unique ideas and he challenges us, which is really important too. Like thinks about, you know, he makes us think about different ways to do things, especially from a technology perspective, you know, operations. Werner's a really good company where we operate really, really well. But from a technology perspective, as we move to, you know, SaaS based platforms, uh, Jeff and team challenge us to think about it differently and how can we do things differently. Well, that's why I like trucking. It, it can be it can be hard, especially with large trucking companies, to think of yourself as a technology company as well because of the changing, you know, the changing nature of the game. Uh, with uh, you, you see it a lot with digital freight brokers and stuff. Obviously, tech first. We now have terms for it, but um, you know, with this mastermind platform, I am kind of curious because he did Bazooka, he did Coyote. Is that kind of that, like you said? That's the secret sauce. That's the the holy grail. Is you figure out how to make that with an asset, and it's not something that I've seen few TMSs designed by engineers, and they look like they're ran by the engineers, but not the end users. Is that kind of the silver bullet? Right. Is then you show it and you grow it, and then it's yeah. integrated. I I think it's two things. So first of all, Jeff, you know, Jeff is very much a product visionary, right? He knows how it needs to look and operate, but then he also knows that he needs to come in and talk to you know, his customers to figure out how it should look and operate. So Jeff very much has a, here's how it looks and operate. He's a great technology team who are building the underpinnings of it from a technology perspective, but he also sits and, and they talk to me and my team and we, we collaborate on how that looks. So I think that's it. You know, we always try to remember first and foremost, and Derek Leather says this all the time, Werner's a service company. Make no mistake about it is the way he puts it. First and foremost, we have to service our customers. And we do that by moving freight and being on time every time or 99.5% of the time like we were last year. So that's the goal. And and all technology should do, you know, I as much as I want us to be a technology company, I like to think of us as a service company led by technology. So um, the better technology we put in place, the better we can serve as our customers, and the better our service becomes, and then we become a really, really great company. So it's a combination of tech, great service, and and a, just great operations because that's what Werner does. I, I like the operations part. I'm a, I'm an ops man myself. They just happen to throw me in a podcast, and I'm still learning the media component. There you go. You're di- and you're doing a really good you're doing a really good job, Tom. So. That's what's so much fun getting right to talk course. shop because folks don't understand how much like if your yeah. operations component is not supported by good tech. Uh, I've had situations where even at other companies where they're using an Excel spreadsheet even and you don't have, you know, you're going right. through 500 different steps. So that's what I like with this product offering. Right. I had no idea that Jeff was involved. This is really cool. Like uh, uh, I'm going to have to have him on the show too. Who knows? <laughs> You, you should have him come on the show. He's, he's Like I said, he's quite the character and he's a legend in the industry. So you should do it. I think, um, you know, for me, you know, I've, I've been in this industry two and a half years. I, I joined in June of 2020. And, um, you know, uh, it, you kind of walk in thinking, hey, it's it's a trucking company. How, how complicated can it be? And then you look at the scale of this operation and you look at how, you know, I have nothing but admiration for our operators, for our fleet manager, for our safety people, our legal team, because there is so much that goes into making this machine hum all day, every day. Uh, it's a 24-7 operation. We're, we're keeping 8,000 trucks on the road. So I have to provide the technology to do that. But, man, the operations teams, um, the fleet managers, the safety people, uh, it is absolutely amazing how much how much complicated 
you know how much they've, they it's a complex operation but how, how much they make it look so easy and it's not easy I'm sure I learn about it I'm still learning about it and I'll be learning about it 10 years from now I always feel that way every time I swap to a new job I'd say man I finally get a head start I know what I'm doing finally and you rotate the new yeah. job and you're like nope guess what time to learn a whole bunch of new stuff right. Right, and I actually drove. I mean, I, you know, back in the in the mid '90s, I drove. Uh, I, I still have my CDL, but I drove for about nine months. And you know, all I did was deliver stuff. I didn't realize how complicated it was in the background. That's amazing. So, you you went go. to? Uh, did you start out and you go to Vonage, or how did how did you end up going from uh, driving to you know then going into the technology game? Nah. You know, I, I came to the U.S. from Ireland in 1994, and me and a couple of my buddies figured, hey, we, we, we grew up in a farming background. We figured a great way to see the United States would be to go and drive. Um, you'll get to see the entire country. And, and we, we traveled the entire country, but the reality, Tom, is we saw most of the interstates, truck stops, and the backs of warehouses. Um, so it wasn't quite the, the exploration of the United States we thought it would be, but it was a great experience. I will also tell you, it gives me a lot of empathy for drivers. I understand what they go through. Um, and then I just, you know, I left there. I'd always been a bit of a geek. So I went into, um, I went to work for a company called Petri Software. I got involved in technology there. Uh, we got acquired by a company out of the UK called Sage. So I spent almost 20 years between Petri Software and Sage. Did a lot of acquisitions, a lot of big systems rolled out. You know, a lot of virtualization when it became a thing, a lot of SaaS rollouts when it became a thing in 2009, 2010. Got recruited by Vonage to modernize their tech stack. Uh, even though they were a relatively young company, their backend systems were very, very, you know, sort of big ERP, essentially, on-prem ERP. So I moved, I had moved all their uh, solutions. I, you know, did quoting on Salesforce, you know, did a lot of provisioning, just made their whole process in the background, helped make that a lot easier and moved it all to SaaS-based platforms. And then somehow got involved in the conversation with Werner and, you know, ended up here. And I'm loving every minute of it. It's fantastic. Are, are you out in Nebraska? Yeah, I did. I was out of Atlanta, moved to Nebraska in June of 2021 when I took the job. I had an old director. He came from Warner, and uh, he talked about grilling tomahawk steaks. And uh, in the South, I'm from Chattanooga. I had no idea the tomahawk steak existed. <laughs> and so now I see these giant right. pieces of meat. Uh, we got to have to make a trip up there. Uh, big thoughts. You, sure. you have experience making uh, changes company-wide, developing new systems and deploying. A lot of folks don't know. If you ask the Harvard Business Review, the odds are extremely difficult to make it happen. Are there any tips or anything you've experienced mm -hmm. over your career that – uh, people at other large companies are thinking, crap, I got to like help roll out the systems or anything practical to even like try to wrap your head around it. I, I think I got a career full of, of, of tips and tricks, but I will say that, that to me, there's three things that are really important. So the technology has got to be right. So there's no point in trying to roll out technology that nobody wants to use. That's the first thing. Um, and then I think the other two things sort of feed into that. You got to talk to your end users. I think, you know, if I go back to the late 90s and early 2000s and even up, I think all the way up to 2010, IT kind of had this attitude that they knew better than everybody else. And I know I'm probably going to incur the wrath of a lot of IT people by saying that, but that was the truth. We felt like we listened to business, but we knew better. Um, and I think what's happened over the last 10 or 15 years is that we realized we don't know better and we've got to give the business what they need to make them more productive. So you've got to sit down. You've got to understand what your business counterparts need. You've got to understand the business. Um, I think that's really important. And then the third thing, uh, and, and this is I, I really, really believe in the MVP method of rolling out software. So it's an agile process. It's, it's minimum viable product, which sounds a little bit negative. But the reality is, is what you're going to do is 
get something together as quickly as you can, roll it out, let the business start using it, and then iterate on that and improve it over time. And that's exactly, if you look at what we've done with our logistics platform with, with Mastermind right now, you know, June of 2021, so 18 months ago, we moved one load on the logistics platform. And the next day we moved three and the next day we moved 10. And, and every time we moved more loads, we had more learnings and we went back and we, you know, we, we, we made changes with Mastermind and with the Mastermind team. And here we are 18 months later and our entire logistics operation is on that platform. Uh, so no big bang, just do it iteratively and learn from your changes. Final question, got about 30 seconds left. Folks want to learn about Warner, Warner Edge or the platform. What's the best way they can check you all out? Um, I think there's two ways, at Werner.com and, and click into Werner Edge. But then I think just Google, because we've been doing a lot. You know, one of the things we want to do is just position ourselves as leaders in technology and transportation. So I think if you just Google, um, you'll find a lot of stuff that we're doing as an organization from a technical perspective. And then, you know, I'm always available, so you can reach out. I'm not that hard to find. LinkedIn.